You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, areyouscreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, uh, now that we've moved on from our best list, uh, it's everybody's favorite week, the worst of the year. And uh, I got to say, before we even jump into that, uh, so we are going to be covering uh, Ant-Man this week, and uh, we'll get to that after the list, which is, if you're a really longtime fan and know all our lists, that's the opposite of how we usually do things if we're going to be covering a movie. Yeah. Uh, but I really just want to get through uh, our worst list, and I am not sure how long that's going to take, and I don't care how much time is left for Ant-Man. So <laughs> There is a signal. And if we, if we went the other way, right, because we could right. spend a long time on Ant-Man, I think. Right. <clears throat> if we went the other way, we might end up just like going okay, nine, eight, seven, right. just, right. just you know, I always do a different show. We don't need to talk about our right. worst movies in the same way <laughs> that we talk about our best movies. But still, right. I don't uh, necessarily just want to like, ramble fun. through them. Uh, you know, just here's our here's right. our list. This but is, sometimes yeah. I want to know. I'm like, wait a minute, you put that like number four? Like you like this better than yeah, 10? Our list. I think going it's hilarious. To be, uh, really, really <sighs> nutty uh, this year. But before we even talk about how screwy the worst list is going to be, I have to uh, say, uh, so that we did the best list, and I'm going to put up um, a list, you know, article format yeah. on on the site. And it is going to be a bit different yeah. than uh, the list because it, it's uh, it's such a goofy thing. But you know what it is, is there's uh, there were so many movies, you know, that didn't get a theatrical release. If we talked about yeah. them on the show, it was only like real quick. So they, you know, didn't necessarily stand out or yeah. or even ones that we covered a little bit more. But uh, but it didn't, you know, it doesn't come up on the list of like Netflix things, and you know, you, you miss things once in a while. Yeah, and uh, and I completely forgot about a movie. Whoa, up for my best list. What? What was it? Uh, Weird Al. Oh, I considered it because I know you liked it a lot better. Than I completely forgot yeah. about that movie. And not even that it yeah. uh, necessarily like breaks into the top ten. But then also, it, it's going to be different because uh, I want to include some more things in the like honorable mentions, yeah, or make <laughs> the list more than ten or whatever. So by the time it'll be like today or tomorrow, um, but by the time I get the best list up, it will just will be very different than right. than what we rambled through on the show because I'm going to uh, have more about some other movies, including like some that you mentioned one way or another. Uh, and I've got to figure out exactly where Weird Al goes on that list, right? Uh, because I just absolutely spaced that movie when I was putting together all my huge list of movies. It wasn't like anywhere, like written down in my right. whole thing, trying to figure stuff out. Which uh, leads to why our worst lists are going to be a little weird, or at least mine is. Yeah, um, because and we talked about this before, but uh, usually. 
our worst lists are uh, because I will see way more movies than you, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, not only will I just see more movies uh, than you see, but I will, you know, find myself forced to watch movies <laughs> to a much greater degree right. than you are because you might, uh, you know, get sucked into, <laughs> yeah. well, we have to cover this for the show. Right. So we're going to see it. Right. But <clears throat> that is not usually all the worst things that ever show up right right and i will see all those worst things yeah um so usually our worst list will be i will have like whether it is in like kind of the honorable mentions or it's actually in the top 10 yeah we'll have like five movies that you never even saw right and you're like oh well that might be on my list but i'm never gonna watch it so right right so we won't know yeah and this year, I just somehow that didn't really happen. I think I have a couple that you didn't see, or at oh, least, yeah. or at least that I don't know that you saw anyway. Right. But um, but also I usually have like twenty movies. Yeah. That I'm trying to figure out. Okay, which are really the worst? Which I hate doing. <laughs> anyway, but it. It works out usually for me very similar to the best list. You know, you yeah. write down all these movies that you liked. You usually have like 20 or 30 best movies. Yeah. And you go, oh, God, I have to figure out, you know, what is what. Right. And I usually have the same thing going on uh, with the worst list. This year, I wrote down 10 movies <laughs> and I went, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I have to put them in order now. Yeah. I do finally have one movie. That is kind of like the honorable mention, right? Yeah. And it's going to be interesting when you, uh, you know, come up with movies and I'm like, oh, I completely forgot that movie. You're going to disagree with some of them. Who knows? I don't don't even know know. what's up. But yeah, uh, but it was so I had no movies that I had to like. I didn't have to nail this down or anything or figure out what was what. I had like 10 movies and all the there were a lot of movies. Okay, there were probably like 10 or 15 movies. That I thought about for like a second, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I mean, that just wasn't great, but it wasn't, you know, yeah, it wasn't, right. uh, it's not, those. it's not worth even throwing it into like the honorable mentions, right? right? It's just, it's just not that bad. It's uh, maybe if it was like a different year or something, yeah, you know, right. like count or whatever, yeah. but I'm like, it's just not even worth bringing up. And uh, I, I am going to say, Really quickly, just before we get into this, there are, uh, I went and looked at a bunch of worst lists, which I very rarely do. <laughs> yeah. Every year I look at people's best lists sure. eventually, yeah. right. whether it's uh, before I really have things nailed down or it's after we do it or right. whatever it is. Yeah. But I'll look around and go, okay, come on. What is everybody, you know, saying is the best? And, uh, you know, for our best list, there were several movies that are on everybody's list that I think they're insane. Right, right. The worst lists are even worse. Yeah, the worst <laughs> lists are. Uh, I swear to God, like people have to see more movies. If you're gonna make a worst list, right, you better see a lot of movies. If you're gonna make a best list, yeah. well, fine. You've probably seen most of the. If you're anyone who's doing movies at all, right? I right. mean, you've probably <laughs> seen, uh, you know, most all of the contenders or whatever. Yeah. 
But if you start putting things like it, uh, one of the big ones is Amsterdam, right? Like yeah. your number one yeah, movie, my number one film yeah. is on probably half of the worst list that I've seen. Yeah. And you know, if you don't like Amsterdam, you, more power to you. If you think it's one of the worst movies of the year, you either are on drugs Some, right. or did not see very many. Yeah, you saw four. You saw yeah. 15 movies. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. these are the worst that Right. Or or you saw 20. And right. it's like, well, these 10 are the best, and these 10 are the <laughs> right. worst. And it's right. like, I mean, it's just that it's it can't be that you're like talking in a different movie language than anything that makes any sense. Yeah. Because uh if if you if you watch like the 15 worst movies that I think are the worst movies, and then you come back and go, Amsterdam's worse than yeah. all those movies. <laughs> right. I mean, then, well, I mean, that's how you figure yeah. out your critics, I guess. You know, go, go right. find critics. If you want to listen to other critics or yeah. read other critics that's or whatever, let's find what their lists are because. Yeah. That's indicative. It It's bonkers. And, you know, it's the same thing backwards for yeah. us, right? If you listen to our best list and you mm-hmm. think we're crazy for having living in Amsterdam, right? And, you know, we're not your, we're guys, not the ones, right? right. We're, we're not the ones. We're not telling you what you need to know. Did you get, uh, just as a quick aside, did you get, because we love emails from listeners. Did anybody send us a list? Did anybody come in with any yet or no, I haven't, I haven't really gotten any like best list in general response you know i'll say this i had usually get a couple i love seeing our best list that are like you guys are insane yeah and i'm I'm happy for those too because what's more fun than anything is just talking about the films like the whole point of a list is here's my position and i can defend it because it's how i feel but it's not like total truth i'll say this somebody told me um in a text he's a friend but he also listens to the podcast uh he was like, oh, I can't come up with 10, but I'll tell you my three. And I'm like, tell me your three. You know, so here's an, here's an open invite for anybody that list, listens. You don't have to come up with 10. You don't even have to have an honorable mention list. If you just had like the top four films of your year and you want to send it, send it. Yeah. I, I want to see it, you know, or, and that goes for worst films. That goes for anything that you're, you're thinking of. Um, I just, you know, I love lists. You know, this, I, I'm happy to see readers and submissions and things. So. Yeah. Yeah, the list, when you were describing your worst list to me, and I just thought I kind of wish I had had that problem. Like, it wasn't super difficult to figure out my list. And I think uh, I already let one person uh, know what my worst three films were. And they were like, what are you doing? Because they liked some of my films. And I'm like, <laughs> look, man, you, you need to work on this a bit. So anyway, it is what it is. Uh, all right. So uh, we're just going to uh, jump right into the worst list. And uh, as I said, I don't have a lot of honorable mentions or anything. And we're going to just do the back and forth like we always do uh, with our list. But I did find one movie and it's I put it in kind of the honorable mention, even though, you know, I kind of give the movie a pass anyway. Right. Um, so it doesn't. It doesn't really belong there in some sense. Yeah. But it's like my uh, my one honorable mention movie is Day Shift. Which Yeah, is, right. This was which this is, was the uh, Jamie Foxx one. Yeah. And and really it kind of gets a pass just because uh it, it it's not that bad. It just right. is also that bad, right? <laughs> like 
because it i love this list it is um it is really bad right except that it's not trying to be good at all and so for me that's a good argument that like gives it a a pass that it's like it's not really worthy of calling it the worst because it's just trying to be silly and and goofy fun and you know somewhere kind of in the realm like we always bring up of like you know a ford Fairlane or henson hawk or something like that except that it's horror ish right except that it's like so goofball that it's like you know it's like saying scooby-doo is horror or whatever because there's like ghosts and monsters or whatever it's it's really screwball and it's really stupid and it really kind of is one of those movies that it's it really depends on how you're able to take it yeah because i really could see somebody watching this for like 20 minutes and going that's enough of that (laughs) right because it's just that dumb but (laughs) like i said it's just there's no part of this movie that uh, gives you the impression that it's trying to be serious at all, yeah. which then it really would be, right? You know, as bad as it could be, right? Yeah, but right. it's not. It's just uh, goofy. So there's my well, my right. honorable mention with caveats of why it I think that's great. I think, and it makes perfect sense, especially once you've seen the film. And that one was on. I think that was a Netflix film. Yeah. Like that was easy enough. Um, I have a a small list. I won't. I won't burden too many things with it. Um, when I make my list, I do the same thing that I do with the best list, except I do it in reverse order, which is look at the list of films, uh, and paste them and then take out everything that is over a six. So that can't make it. Right. And I reasonably take out everything that was a five. Cause I feel like five isn't the worst five is just average. Um, sometimes a film hits a five and I hate it anyway, but it's in. So I start looking at the films that I rated zero to four, and then I start putting them in descending order and trying to figure out, you know, sometimes there's a film that I gave a zero, but I hate less than two because it did these things. So it's always not, not that my, my short list of the honorable mentions are Samaritan, which was the Stallone film blonde, which was the Marilyn Monroe film day shift, uh, which I put next to honk for Jesus because I did not think that that was good film, but I, I still look sort of strangely fondly back at it. Cause I really liked what it was trying to do. Yeah. I just didn't like every way it tried to do it. If it had been a different production, I think I would have might've put that in the honorable mentions for my best list. Yeah. It, it had something going on. Um, film that i saw that i mentioned briefly but we didn't really cover it was a a documentary the making of rocky versus drago which is another stallone film um i thought that was going to be interesting and it's really only like 11 minutes of interesting and then it's like 80 minutes of just off it's just a weird thing uh all the old knives thor love and thunder Timmy, spiderhead and now i'm getting to the very end because i was reaching but i just put these on because i thought they warranted a small mention uh don't worry darling black adam morbius i probably should take till off my list because it was five but i just thought till was so weirdly unnecessary as a movie 
you know, but anyway, so that, that was my honorable mention. None of those films made my top 10. Wow. I am scared of what is in your top 10. I will just say real quick about your honorable mentions. Right. I thought about Samaritan for like a second. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I feel like if Sylvester Stallone was in the room with me, I would have to say it's one of the worst movies of the year, but since he's not right, it, you know, the movie's for 10 year olds. Right. So I mean, right. it's like, how mean are you going to be? I know. Them? Right. I, I, I know that's not what Sylvester Stallone thinks. Right. In the making of it, but it is. Am it's, I, it's like a movie that's for no one actually, right. because it's for 10 year olds, but also it's a little, a, a little goofy and I agree. And, and weird. Yeah. Even for 10 year olds. I agree. Right? And like, does things that you don't want a movie for 10 year olds to do. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, you know, like, what am I going to like start having, you know, Disney Channel movies? The Land Before Time 7? I'm like, like low hanging fruit of my kick. Yeah. No, I I get it. I totally get it. Anyway. uh, So, yeah, like I said, though, that is a scary list of honorable mentions. Yeah, they didn't make it to my list. Oh, man. uh, What is going to actually manage to be on your list? But anyway. All right. So just to start running. Yeah. Right. My number 10 is, you already mentioned it, is uh, Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. That okay. was, uh, you know, this is this is a thing that's like coming back uh, more and more because like uh, in Infinity Pool yeah. reminds me in a strange way of Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. Because what it is, is it's like there is this thing now where people want to take some kind of like, this would be a good Twilight Zone episode yeah. or something, or uh, like we were talking about Infinity Pool. Like, it seems like this is some Philip K. Dick short story yeah. that's like four pages long, and now somebody <laughs> wants to make a movie out uh-huh. of it or something. And uh, they take this idea that is some kind of like cool, quirky, Twilight Zoney type thing that happens yeah and go well what if we just do it for like two hours though right right and like really just beat the hell out of this dead horse and and in don't worry darling it was it was a weird thing and it it did i think kind of only make it on my list because i couldn't think of anything worse right it's like 10 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's like if there was something else that could have pushed it out it would have because i did i did enjoy like the actors a decent amount of the time right yeah if i could just remove myself from what was going on then the people doing stuff i thought mostly were pretty cool yeah and, and the problem with the movie mostly is that they have this you know idea and then they're like now what are some weird scenes we can throw in right Right. and some of those weird scenes were actually really cool yeah they just didn't come together into anything and then by the time you get to what it's about you know it it is like uh an m night movie right you know you get to the reveal and you go oh come on that's what this is like now you made i mean it (laughs) now you made me sit to this and it's like that was a good idea but you totally ruined the whole cell of it with you know anyway yeah. it just it all so weirdly fell apart into nothingness yeah and i would almost even give you that except it was such a pretentiously made movie right by 
people who think that they're making the greatest thing ever you know i mean right. this is like the tree of life movie yeah where it's like right it's like this is just anyone who doesn't love this it's because you're too stupid to know the genius that i'm doing or right. whatever you know right. it was like so everything came through like so pretentiously anyway uh all right so that's my 10 that's your 10 10 for me was Robert wilson's senior year um that was that was film i i can't say i was excited for it or up for it but i was curious about it because i thought there there are two versions of rebel wilson that i usually think of there's the version of her that was in uh jojo rabbit where she's just so awesome and bitingly sarcastic and knows with the comedic timing that she has not to step on a line and let let it breathe a little bit everything about her in jojo rabbit is extraordinary and she is a bit player in a bit player's role there the other side of her that i think of is like what she is in senior year which is the melissa mccarthy school of just running a scene beyond when you should say cut and keeping most of it because well we're doing it right. and it's probably going to be funny through attrition like i'm going to wear you down with how stupid it is instead of edit it think it's funny yeah instead of edit it to show you how smart it could be i remember just sitting there and thinking i'm in a lot of trouble like 20 minutes in and i've seen some um movies and i like dumb movies give me your hubie halloween give me any adam sandler film not because of him but just like i'm for the yucks you know the dumb slapstick things or even if it's so stupid like let me roll my eyes at it and have fun this i remember being 20 25 minutes in and going oh well maybe a third of the way through it's only a 90 minute movie oh it's about two hours right it was just it was just amazingly dumb and yeah. annoying and awful and he wasn't showing any part of herself that in my opinion is like her best side which is creative and personable and sort of funny in a biting way i didn't get any of that it was just and, yeah. awful and you know like you brought up uh jojo rabbit like i think her she has a thing when she's good right when she's good she's really good yeah she's in a lot of movies where she is really good too, yeah right but when she's when she's good what she does really great is sort of like be out of place yeah and like just be there anyway yep. right and she nails the comedy of being able to be that character yeah. right but like you said in this this is not on my list and it is or it is horrible but it's not horrible. it's not on my list yeah. but, um but she is very much like uh all of the terrible melissa mccarthy <laughs> movies that have out yeah in the last i mean 10 years by now or yeah right we've been doing this a long time um where you know they just feel like those movies where it's like if you recorded a bunch of people in a room all night long when they were really drunk yeah and laughing their ass off and then show it to them the next morning and they're like what the hell did we think well, we, yeah, about right, that? Like right. nobody said anything funny, but we're all like right. just great. Like they're yeah. you know, I don't know, like they they just are making movies drunk or something right. or writing the scripts or whatever. And it's like, oh man, is that funny to me? Or like Melissa McCarthy, 
you know, you can tell, especially like in her last four or five movies, like she's got these in jokes with her husband. Oh yeah. That and, it's like, yeah, this, I wrote this because it's funny to me right. for reasons that cannot translate because you're not in the joke right. and yet we're just doing it anyway. Yeah. Or she's, you know, just, you know, endlessly making fun of the fact that she's fat and right. she can't, you know, jump over the counter Move or, or run or can't yeah, climb right. through the car door, yeah. or, you know, whatever. And it's like, come on. There's uh there's two groups that do this thing and Melissa McCarthy and her husband are one of them with all the things that she's basically trying to make him laugh and then film it. Right. And I think of the opposite of that is Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Trey Parker and Matt Stone have always said, I mean, he doesn't know. Like they just try to make each other laugh. Right. The funny thing is it makes us laugh too, for the most part. Like it's actually sort of an inclusive instead of a restrictive kind of comedy, because you're like, what the hell are you idiots doing? Instead of, I don't care about you both to know your own jokes. Like, laugh at baloney some more, you know? So anyway, uh, nine nine for me is Michael Bay's Ambulance. Um, It it was a real crudge to get through. I, I shouldn't have had to have sat through two hours and 15 minutes of Michael Bay learning about drone cameras and then just filming an hour of them. Now I'll say this, even when we did review the show, uh, the movie, I said, there are some stunts in there that are a hundred percent done with just your average drone camera that are incredible. Like just absolutely like, wow, the timing to have you slide under a car that's jumping a ramp to then zoom up and look. I appreciated the hell out of that. The story is so stupid and pedestrian and it's like, third grade you know crime right it, it just like Hall. i often like because i think he shows up and he's ready to go i just he can't save everything that's trash all the time so ambulance is my number nine yeah and uh, i will say i really didn't like ambulance either um and for the same reasons it's written horribly yeah it is it is really written like you like this was a high school writing competition yeah and it was like, well, how does any of this connect to anything in the real world? Well, in right. no way whatsoever. Right. right? I mean, right. It like just doesn't. Nothing ha- nothing is, you know, everything is like just uh service for a stunt I yeah. have in mind. Yeah. And how do we get the ambulance there? Right. Well, I mean magic. Right. Right. It's like, it's it's just like whatever. Yeah. Um, but that is not on my list either. Man, um, I love this. It is it, it is a really bad movie. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's again, it's like I didn't even think of it. It wasn't right. bad enough. I get me, it. Even though it is I might not have really honestly bad. thought of it unless I had my list of every film in front of me and I could just weed it out. Right, like right. and I'm not saying you just pull yours from memory, but when I'm looking at a list and then I'm like, Man, there's twenty here. Oh, I right. can put these in order. You know, that's how they <laughs> fall sometimes. So anyway. All right. Uh my number nine is prey. Which, oh. uh, you know, honestly, uh, there's a sense in which I even kind of liked the theory of the movie, which maybe made it worse or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but the fact that they put this movie together and absolutely nothing that happens in it makes any sense whatsoever. Right. 
is is just it was so like insufferable to try to get through and this is a movie where like i'm no huge predator fan anyway you know whatever but the original movie was cool yeah it was the the original movie you know had what it was doing and it did it and it you know whatever right yeah and this movie to go through like i would love for this movie to actually be well made like like give give this movie to some other group of people and let but Nothing that happened made any sense except for a few things that, you know, technically made sense, but yeah. were horribly stupid. Right. right. And, and I didn't need to see, you know, I don't need to see the like, you know, 1700s version of, right. I'm a native American and, you know, the boys are mean to me and right, stuff. And it's right. like, you know, at least do something interesting with that right at least make it slightly different than every other movie that i've seen it re- reminds me of the fablemans and the bullying right you're steven spielberg and you can make whatever you want at least make a slightly different bullying yeah. you know story right. Right? right i mean yeah and if somehow it's the truth then lie or something right, right. because it's just exactly the same as every other movie with bullies in it and whatever and this is the same thing everything that anything that has to do with i mean science connecting to the timeline of the other movies yeah or anything else like none of it made any sense it was just like a roller coaster and if you like looking at these cool action things or whatever right and then most of the action things were kind of goofy even and uh you know her magic rope yeah 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 it just was like (laughs) i wanted i actually wanted this to be good i didn't expect it to be but yeah anyway uh that was my nine because it's just uh too horribly stupid my eight was nope which uh i expected this is this is how this year went yeah i can tell you how this year went right because nope came out a long time ago right yeah and when we walked out of the theater of Nope, I was like, that's going to be hard to not be number one. And I remember that. <laughs> and it's all the way to eight. Yeah. Um, wow. And I don't know that we even need to like go all the way through Nope, but right. it just, it's just, it's so horrible. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's a just donkey script. And it's, you know, for us anyway, it's in keeping with his other movies. Right. I mean, I don't know. Right. He he is like the horror wonderkind Melissa McCarthy. Uh, you know, I yeah. mean, he, it's like this, you know, for him, this is great. And apparently it works for a lot of other people. But, uh, you know, every next thing that happens in this movie is dumber than the last. Right. And it really, you know, it. If you're making a horror movie, right, and and I get about, you know, 45 minutes into the movie, and all I can think of is Eddie Murphy talking about why black people aren't in horror movies. Right. Something's gone wrong with you're, your horror movie. Yeah, right? I totally. Mean, all I can think is, uh, why the hell are these people here? Right. Like, right. There is, like, and it, it like, it's not even close, right? It's not even, like... I mean, that guy's a little creepy. Should we do right. something about that guy, like, staring into our house from across the street? I right. mean, still, it's a guy. Right. It's not a ghost. It's just, like, a guy. Now it's, like, a giant alien, like, thing, and everyone goes, 
I guess we have to make our stand here. Right. What? Right. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why do you have to make your stand here? Right. Uh, it's just, it's so cornball. That's goofy. funny. It is. I would, I would respect people more for liking them, right? If they liked it because it was so stupid, right? If it was like, yeah, if it was like Rocky Horror Picture Show cult loving movie or something you know yeah i could take people somewhat seriously but anyway so that's my eight i i skipped one honorable mention because i truly felt that i could put ty in at number eight um i originally wrote down me time which is the kevin hart mark Wahlberg film and realized do i hate that more than the other kevin hart the man from Toronto film with Woody Harrelson. And I thought they both got pluses and minuses for them. And I think I hate them both the same. So technically, technically me time is my number eight. I have also written in, in parentheses on my list shared with the man from Toronto. Kevin Hart takes the eighth position here pretty easily, which is weird. Um, cause I, I forget. I don't think you like Kevin Hart as much as I do. I not just his know. movies, but even I like his comedy. I like, I like his comedy specials very much. And he did, he did a film with this director that wasn't bad, but it just reminds me of like in the vein of like police Academy two, you know, it was night school, you know, right. and I actually thought night school was very predictable. It's, it's a Greyhound bus railways Delta flight film. Like it's really just, you sit there and you're like, this is going to be safe. It's no right. big deal. The time will go by. It, it'll 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 <laughs> do what it's designed to do, and it'll eat up a little bit of time. Me time started off fun and just is, I would say, absolutely written so badly, with the small exception of when they get in the house and there's poop on the bed, and just I mean, there's right. there's a couple moments where it's funny because damn it, Kevin Hart is funny, Mark Wahlberg can be funny. You just you show up your your first day of shooting. Mark Wahlberg is totally naked, and you're like, I guess this is the film, so let's run. Right. It just just didn't work. Didn't work for me. So that was eight. Um, seven for me was Firestarter, and uh, I'm a little surprised that wasn't higher on my list. Um, everything about that film is wrong and awful. Special effects are mostly okay. Zac Efron, I think is capable of doing really good work. This film is just trash. It just shouldn't have been remade in the way they did. Lumhouse gets a lot of love from horror fans, and I am a horror fan, but I'm just I'm hard-pressed with the weird, hollow, rotten fruit that they sort of serve up as gourmet, and people just eat it and say, wow, this is fantastic, because they want to see a lot of things, and I just think Firestarter doesn't deliver anything, especially a cognizant sort of believable narrative it almost and i remember we talked about this for me you almost had to have seen the original in order to understand like what the At native american character does later because it just skips things and it's like well you remember this let's just get to the good parts and circle that around as the dumbest way to add this review dave grohl was once on i think conan and he just started singing uh for the audience uh tiny dancer and he just was like blah 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 let's just get to the part we like and then he just started singing because of almost famous and the bus scene and the audience just kept singing the chorus over and over again he goes okay i guess we're done with that 
that's how Firestarter to me felt. It's like, you know, the good parts in the first film, let's just hurry up and get to those. So that was my, that was my seven. Wow. Okay. Uh, and I will just, uh, say for a clarification, Firestarter is not on my list, even though, uh, awful film. It, it is, it is really pretty movie. horrible. It's a bad right? movie. Yeah. But at the, at the end of the day, like, I don't know. The horribleness of it did not hit me like the yeah. same way that it did for you. Like it's still bad. Yeah, and, I but, get it. But for me, it didn't. It, it didn't quite get all the way to the same kind of worst. Thing. Yeah, bad anyway. to worst is hard. Yeah. All right, my seven is Morbius, and that <laughs> is another movie that I totally thought. Yeah, at the time, right? Because that one also came out. That was early, long ago. Yeah, yeah. the early part of the year oh. was a, a bit rough. Yeah, um, that was a movie that I thought for sure was going to be like you know top three uh, yeah. worst. Right? Nothing's nothing's going to. How optimistic you were in the spring? I know I was so young then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but at the end of the day, when I'm putting this list together, and like I said, basically I had ten movies. I had all these the, these ten. And I'm like, okay, now order these. And I'm yeah. like, damn, I how low can I put that? I can't put it that low because it is it is really bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, and unfortunately, even all the things that I want to like, it it like won't let me. Right. right. And that's the worst part of this movie. Is that it takes the positives that are there, yeah, and it kind of just goes, nope, yeah, you, you can't have that, yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, for me, um, in trying to put these in order, which, like I said, I hate doing anyway. Oh, I know. Um, in trying to put these in in an order, I thought, you know what, though, That's, I just don't believe that it's serious enough to be any worse right. on the list right because yeah. it's it's just not and it's almost like it can't be right? right it's like it's so bad and makes such dumb things happen yeah that you go well i don't know if you think you're serious but you're wrong because <laughs> right and right. now the movie has been saved <laughs> to a certain extent by you being oh, so man. stupid that you think you're serious yeah. when you're not. When you're not. And that's what comes out in the movie. And, you know, it's bad and don't watch it unless, right. you know, you like torturing yourself. But right. it just, it couldn't be below some of these other things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. So that's um, awesome. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's my seven. And my six is me time. Oh yeah. Which you just mentioned, right? Yeah. Um, and I will say, I, I have to say this though, since you've had the, the two movies, right? Yeah. The other movie Man from Toronto is not even on my list. Yeah. Because for me, they're very different. Yeah. Even though in a sense, they're just, you know, both kind of horrible, right? Sure. sure. But, uh, this is great. But the man from Toronto for me is still bad. And I, you know, I'm never going to watch it again or whatever. Like it's still really bad. Right. But for me, it's, it's a different kind of bad. Yeah. It does enough stuff in that movie, especially, uh, like Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Yeah. That it's like, okay, there's, there's no kind of seriousness to this at all. Right. And we're just being like screwball and you know, whatever. And it still doesn't work. It, 
that is a movie that I wish someone else made. Though. Sure. I, I have hope for there being something good in there. Yeah. That movie reminds me of, uh, or makes me think of like, imagine if the wrong person made stripes. Right. And it was like, right. And, just and, all and, off. and it just being, oh, you man. know, all the comedy was just kind of off and yeah. everyone was playing their roles slightly wrong yeah. or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Me time is not. Me time gets no. Right. It's just a bad writing. Me time gets gets yeah. nothing out of. There are a couple of scenes in it's, Me Time that I was like, oh, it's kind of funny. Right. But that's like as, that's as good one, yeah. as it gets. Everything else is just awful. I like that. And it even the worst part for me about Me Time is that it really feels like they're making it up as they go along right. and not in a good way. Right. Like they right. all showed up and said, let's, we'll give you a bunch of money if you come here and make a movie. Okay. Right. What's it about? Well, what do you want it to be know. about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got I mean, any ideas? What you do like, you feel like doing today? Yeah. You want right. to go on a boat today? Or, right. you, I mean, it's just, yeah. It's so awful. And it's not even funny enough to be able to like excuse it. You know, if right. it was actually just really funny, you'd go, fine i'll look the other way on how stupid it is right, right? but right there's nothing funny anyway so that's uh, your so that's, that's your six. Seven and six okay we enter the part of my list where it's really just uh personal grievances and peccadillos that i have for films uh because i think i think you'll be surprised that every one of these films on no this is me yeah off. this is where i think you're gonna be like really like you liked the others more than this right there's something about these films that the more I reflected upon them, really started to dislike them actively, like a real, like a real purposeful, like, I hate that. Why'd you do that? So six for me is Bones and All. Oh, wow. Bones and All has a few things that are okay. The biggest thing that it has that's good is Mark Rylance. Yeah. Everything else about the story, the pacing, what I hate about Bones and All is the movie itself. There is a good performance in that movie, but I hate how pandering and patronizing the plot of the film is, where the main character listens to this tape about her dad every single time we need a chapter break. Right. A real person would have just listened to the whole thing. We know she didn't because she's reacting in real time to the to the speech of her father. So she's like, well, I'm at a crossroads. I think I'll listen to two minutes of my dad talking. It's just such weird awful workshop writers first draft worst draft bullshit and in the end i loathe the ending i think it's fine in places but the more i think about it and the more i think it's sort of strangely young adult superior it just makes me hate it even more yeah so i've circled back on bones and all to say you're in number six wow so and it keeps going like that so Five is Deep Water, you know, the Ben Affleck, uh, Anna Diarmas film Yeah, that I just hated every single thing about it because I thought you're trying so hard with Adrian Lynn to make like this sexy, noir, complicated crime who done no, it suck. The film doesn't work on so many levels. It really needed a strong hand to guide it, better story, or just some originality in there. I like all the cast very much, and I think strangely like i remember us saying during the show where we covered it i think they're doing what they're being asked to do and i think they're doing as best as they can right. 
but I think you can only do so well with something so small. Yeah. So water made my fifth. Oh, so okay. that's big fun. That's five. Uh, yeah, I will. I, I'm going to throw out bones and all is not on my list, but it is yeah. pretty horrible, but I was kind of like, eh. I mean, yeah. it's bad, but it wasn't, I get it for me. It wasn't like this kind of bad, but the yeah. worst thing about that movie now that, I mean, we already covered it, but yeah. like looking back now, the worst thing I think about that movie is actually something that it did good. Yeah. That made it worse. Right. What do you because think? Because. <laughs> Uh, because I think what the movie did was it had great world building. Yes. It, it, yes. It made its world in a really good way. Yeah. It's just that it's a really stupid world. I agree. And the more you learned about it, the more you went, yeah. oh, shit. It's almost like if we knew less. Right. It would have been better. It's a good point. I agree. it wouldn't have told us yeah. how stupid it was. I totally agree. That and world building. we could building. have built it yeah. ourselves. That's a good point. Anyway. Uh, yeah. But that didn't uh, make my life. Your five. Uh, all right, my five is blonde, which was okay. only in the honorable mentions for you. Oh, I totally get it though. Um, I, yeah, I really, really hated. I the thought, movie. well, I and, hear what uh, you said. Not only did I did I hate the movie, but uh, I I had to hate the movie on like a lot of different levels. Right, yeah. I hated the movie. The uh, the script is stupid. The dialogue is all really stupid. Yeah. Most of the stuff that really happened, or at least close to that really happened or whatever, yeah. was delivered in a, such a bizarrely surreal way, yeah. right? That it's like, uh, it's almost like this really happened, but also this is a thing outside of the realm of reality and how things happen. Yeah. And yet, like, this is how it happened. Yeah. But also the movie itself, just like pull yourself away from the movie, is like such a weirdly misogynistic yeah. thing itself, right? Yeah. And it's like the movie is like, here's Marilyn Monroe and the horrible life that she had because of all these misogynists right. that she got wrapped up in. But also, I'm going to tell you this right. story in like, it's almost like the movie is like, and that's what she deserved. Or, right. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's such a just. It is a awful, blaming the victim. Ugly. Yeah. Telling of everything. It's so, it's so horrible. It's so horrible that like an hour into the movie, I'm like, why'd she agree to be in this? Yeah. Like, did she yeah. read the script yeah. or did somebody just offer her really a lot of money? Yeah. It's so weird. We differ here too, man. I, that's a, I, I struggled with not putting blonde on. Because of how really complicated I thought about the film. I thought it was, and I don't mean this lightly, I, I thought it was a snuff film of her memory that people just know through pop culture. Like, I don't know tons about, you know, the real Marilyn Monroe, the real Norman Jean, but I do know that the Marilyn Monroe stuff was an act. Like, she was very smart. She did an awful lot of things for uh, people that weren't as fortunate as she but it's easy to just come out and pantomime that breathless, like, you know, that thing. And I guess enough people now believe that that was really her. Yeah. And it's easy to take a swing at her. The film sets her up like a pinata and then just pounds away at her in every way, literally and metaphorically that it can. I, I think we might've differed. I can't remember truly. I liked, no, that's not really the way to say it. I guess I, I, want like Anna de Armas's portrayal of her in big chunks because I think she's doing good job acting 
But right, I don't right. know that she's doing a good job acting like Marilyn Monroe. Like I right, think right. she's absolutely showing how talented she is. But I just don't think yeah, that she got this. She's doing exactly and, what she's supposed yeah, to do. That's what that they tell her to do. But this is like one of those films where I would rate it the worst film, but also maybe nominate her for an award because it's that complicated and that weird. Watching it, I'm like, I genuinely feel like icky watching some of the stuff you think you have to show me about race. So, yeah. Anyway, I get it. That's anyway, five. So that's my five. My four is Men. Men. Uh, which is... Uh, I don't even, I'm not even going to talk about because uh, we're already like getting through all our time. Oh, uh, but we did cover that movie, but it's uh, yeah, it, it's a whole movie where there's like only the two people in the movie. Yeah. And a woman goes to the house and then uh, this guy is like being weird. And then yeah. all of a sudden like supernatural things are happening. Nice. And it's, uh, it it's, you know, first of all, don't go see it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's not only it's so pretentious and so nonsensical yeah. and everything that it's trying to say about anything it it just says in like the weirdest like let's make the metaphor into reality yeah obvious goofy garbage right i mean i hated it right anyway yeah. um all right so that's i did two right i did five. that's your that's, that's blonde and men right so i'm up to the <clears throat> four uh again maybe not the worst film in the world but it just irritates me so much that it made a personal grievance a lot uh for is jurassic world dominion wow. and the reason i hated this film is because it was a waste of everything that it had in hand there's a real weird thing going on with the star wars films i don't know what the star trek films are doing anymore but if you can get harrison ford carrie fisher mark hamill back to do another set of films and you squander that opportunity we've lost it it, it can never be done again not just because carrie fisher has died harrison ford can't be convinced to the gun belt on again that's that's it in this instance i think that the chris pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard Jurassic films were only good to introduce popcorn into your face. Just watch a monster. And that's fine. I get that. But if you can get the original cast back and you have an option to do something really amazing to put a bow on what should have been an incredible franchise and you squander every you opportunity and you can't think, right. And this is, and you can't think of a thing to do. You don't know what to do with Ellie Sadler. So you're going to just, pretend that nobody remembers her character at all you you've got jeff goldblum being jeff goldblum instead of ian malcolm and that's a big mistake because he's supposed to be ian malcolm here not just jeff goldblum riffing on all kinds of things he's not a meme machine he's a character and he you could argue has the most incredible arc through these films everything that they did felt wrong and it didn't even feel like they were trying to sell me a friggin' happy meal. It just felt like somebody kept rolling the dice and then taking the wrong number right. and just being like, well, we can't do that anymore. So let's do this. And it just didn't stop. Now I've seen better films that were ranked worse, but it just, it annoyed the hell out of me that the opportunity to make this film was there and they had it and they just squandered it away. And I thought in essence, isn't that like the worst film? Where you had like all these things, you had all these players, all this money, all this stuff, and you knew you had to do one thing, 
and you sucked at everything. And, and like that's where and, I'm coming. And really, from. they had like everything, and all they could come up with was like a kind of cannonball runny. Yeah, man. Let's just have them show let's up. Let's do it, and, and let's have them run into each other in the corridor a couple times, right, and then right. we'll get one big thing. And I'm like, you know what? This is what you were saying about some of the films that I've mentioned already, and that you've done too in better hands. This would have been amazing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know, taking a crap on up for that. Okay. Uh, number three, my next three films, um, but actually have, I could have argued they're all in the wrong order. Um, which now, like I said, you had, we had different reasons for saying this is a very strange year for our lists. Um, I had a little bit of trouble placing these, but even, even though I'm about to say it's number three, I feel like it should be in a different place. Halloween ends is the third entry. And we did a, we did a bit about this. Uh, the film is just ambitious in ways it shouldn't have been. And it, uh, you know, David green and company, they really got a lot of buzz behind them to do these films. In essence, overall, the three films that they did, I think all they were able to successfully do was make a sort of interesting minute trailer for the first film. The second movie is an absolute waste of time of people walking around wasting 80 minutes just to get to what they wanted to do in the third film, which is sleight of hand. The movie has less to do with Michael Myers and Laurie Strode and more about a topic that could have been a separate film all by itself. Um, for that, well, I gave it, I gave it the third place. I loathe this movie because of what it tried to do and how it thought sneakily and deceptively and condescendingly, it was being very art house genius. And then I thought you, you don't know the smell of right. crap from right. Shinola. You don't even know what you're doing here. So that was my number three. Okay. Uh, yeah. So my number three is actually also Halloween ends. Hey, you nailed it. we got the bingo. Awesome. Which, uh, it's another one that I almost thought was going to be number one for sure. Me too. But I do have to say, not only I thought it was going to be number one, yeah. but also I thought it might not be on my list at all because I don't really put horror movies on my list all that often because I just don't see them all and yeah, everything. Right. And I will frequently, there will be a horror movie in a year that uh, that I just won't mention that I think yeah. is pretty much garbage. I'm not the guy. Right. You know, I know. Like, I am so not into horror. <laughs> yeah. Right? right. That I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know. Is it really that bad in like horror terms? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Right. Because right. everyone who loves the movie has seen like a hundred more horror movies than I have. And, you know, I defer crap. Yeah. About <laughs> horror movies right. I whatever. defer a little. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I feel like in general, yeah, you have to be a certain kind of horror movie before I care, yeah, or yeah. at all interested in watching it because you know, for one <laughs> reason or another, right? Uh, you know, nine out of ten horror movies, I'll watch like a half hour of it and go, well, I mean, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. And especially yeah. because there is something about horror movies that everyone in it has, you know, it's like the commercials, right? Everyone in it has to be a certain level of stupid, right? Right. In order to progress the film the rest of the way. Right. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't want to watch movies about those people. I don't care if they're <laughs> horror or not. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Halloween ends was like another, it was a different level, level. man. Yeah. It was, uh, it was so stupid in so many ways. 
that again, like I can't believe some of the people are, yeah. you know, the contractual obligations oh, you yeah. must be under or whatever to right. show up for this one way or another, or they just gave you some A insane lot. amount yeah. of money or something. Right. But they are so just predicated on everything being so stupid. Yeah. And and yet we're just gonna kind of keep running with it right. or whatever. And oh yeah. And then it was like there were even parts of, in this movie where I'm like, you know, this is like season seven of Howl, right? right. Where yeah. everyone goes, Ah, House, you don't know what you're talking right. about. Really? Because it's season seven. Right. And I'm always right. I'm always right. <laughs> and now now we've got this movie where it's like yeah. Eh, what are you scared of that or something? Right. Well, uh, you know what number of movie this is, dude? Yeah. How right. People are dumb. Yes, I'm scared of. This. Yeah. <laughs> but kind of reminds me of that Michael King quote about Jaws Four, where you know they asked him what he thought of the film. He goes, "I've never seen it, but I see the house it built every day." I love right. It. Right. You know, I mean, sometimes you just throw enough money at somebody in a franchise, and they come back, and God love them, they'll. Push your film. Uh, yeah. They will get to the junkets and talk all about it. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's just uh weird and depressing and awful. And everything that happens is yeah. Just so, it's so bad. So daunting, it's so bad. Right? Yeah, I know. Uh, it's unbelievably anyway, bad. Um two. So my number two is Deep Water, which oh, uh, you already talked about. And I like that. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah. More than I did. Yeah, you've already talked uh, about it. It sucks. Um, and uh it is really just like uh it makes me sad for the people in the movie yeah. especially the ones that are on more than one movie in this <laughs> right in oh this yeah list, yeah it is so bad it reminds me honestly of like um you know shades of gray yeah. when, when it's like uh i don't know something is popular and yeah. whatever and ooh, everyone's talking about it and yeah. then you know, don't write me any letters, but I mean, eventually I did read the first book and I'm like, I mean, this is written by an eighth grader. It's like, it, it's like depressingly sad that people read this book and yeah. like it because it's so hor Like, is there no editor? And this is like the exact same thing, right? right? It's like, this is, this is such like garbage, weird, like internet fan fiction writing yep. that's like um i don't know this would be cool and then right. everyone everyone in this movie speaks as though they have never talked to people before <laughs> right <laughs> right i remember no you're right it's so, it's so so awful anyway we'll eventually uh, yeah. we'll eventually get to the point where chat gpt is a more common <laughs> thing but it almost feels like some screenplays are just like ai written right like you know Anyway, so, uh, you know, this is, we actually timed this pretty well. We probably won't get to Ant-Man yeah. we'll do that other show, but we, we pretty much covered this. I don't have to say a lot about number, my number one film. No. Um, oh, yeah. number one for a bunch of different reasons, I, I still could make fun argument and I would happily do so if they were time that Wait, Halloween, did you, did you do two? Uh, didn't I do two? Oh no, I guess I didn't do two. Look at that. I let it out of the bag. Well, number one is no. Okay. That's easy. Um, number two is men. Oh, and, and in a strange way, like I started to say with the three films, um, I, I think I could put men in the first slot and open the second and maybe Halloween ends in the first slot and open the third. Like yeah. there's a weird yeah, grievance like about all of them. hairs at this point in such a odd degree. That the, it's weird like, thing about, this? <laughs> the weird thing about men for me was I like Jesse Buckley's performance 
a lot in the beginning. And then I didn't even think that it was a complication of her not doing real things. I just thought the movie was just really, really stupid. Yeah. Um, there are certain things that you try to do. Like they tried very hard, um, to make you believe that you're isolated, your phone doesn't work and the car won't run. And I mean, it's really just, we want to put you in a box and scare the hell out of you. Yeah, okay. Nope. Nope. And the number one slot is everything you said. Um, I, I like Jordan Peele when he's giving interviews and talking, I find him to be very smart and very interesting partially because he's got a good comedic base, but also he seems to really like these films. I just don't think they're translating. And at first I thought it just wasn't for me because I'm not the demographic. You know, I still liked get out a little bit, but not the way everybody did. Thankfully we both hated us as much as possible. And I just don't think again, you, you know, I've said it a few times. You've said it for me a few times. I just don't think that long hair, and sticks scare people the way that you think these do sometimes horror films are really based on something i genuinely think that nope was an idea that sort of germinated from and it loves telling you in the beginning that the first you know monster was an african-american person riding a horse and i think they that was like how can we get a horror film out of this because i want to tell everybody this they should let everybody know because i don't know that people know that but i don't think that makes for a film it just doesn't follow its own logic, does whatever it wants, has one good moment with a mad monkey, and then it's boring as hell and confusing and unreliable. So, yeah, and it and it's weird too, because I think that you could save like forty percent of this movie and make another movie out of it. Yeah. Where uh, you know, what we're supposed to be scared of is not like a weird kite alien monster. <laughs> right thing yeah it goes so just plain goofball that it's like it's almost like uh the movie is fairly scary and atmospheric until you get anywhere close to what alien is right and uh there's something about you know the monkey scene right which needed some kind of connection to something which it didn't yeah like it was just like totally it it was uh just one part of you know here's a crazy twilight zone episode i want to stick into my movie about a monkey that goes nuts right you know kills people or whatever and you know the fact that uh steve when uh, uh you know like thinks about it later for a minute yeah. does not mean that now suddenly right. it's a meaningful part right. of the movie right. or it deserves to be there or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right. So, so that is your, I out of order, but that's my one. Yeah. My number one is moonfall, which interesting. Uh, that's, that's one where I'm like, I don't even know if you've seen it, but I haven't uh, seen it yet, but I wanted to see it, it. is it's not, it is so, it, you know, it's funny because if, if you, just go to like IMDb or whatever yeah. and like read the synopsis, right? It's like you you can almost completely understand uh everything about my reaction. It's really bad. The people in it are really bad. It's really, really stupidly written. And at this point, that's what Roland Emmerich does is make disaster films that just are purposely stupid. Like that's his whole game. I feel like his effort at this point is like, 
how come horror movies get like all the stupid people? What if there's like a, what if there's like a disaster and things are worse because people are stupid and do stupid things? Yeah. And why can't they exist in this world also? I mean, it's, it's why can't so I have some? Yeah. But if you read the synopsis, right, the synopsis will say like, uh, something weird is going on on the moon. Yeah. So we send these astronauts in a spaceship to the moon to try and figure out why like the moon's orbit is changing. And right. now it seems like it's on a collision course to earth. Right. Right. Dot, dot, dot. And there's like a big alien living in the moon. Right. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> How is that like the little afterthoughty right. thing? And it it's the same, it's the same thing kind of as like nope, right? You yeah. watch like an hour of it, and you're like, oh, I mean, we're on spaceship uh -huh. and everyone's scared, and oh my god, what's going on? We have back and forth between mission control, and it's like almost kind of a normal movie, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, the cloud starts moving, moving it a little turns out. It's an alien and it's watching us or whatever. Right. And then all of a sudden, like there's an alien in the moon and it's wow. moving the moon. Toward, it's awesome. So it's so I guess I'm not watching. It's that. so bad that if it was, if it was a little worse, yeah, it would be good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And yeah. except that it's completely serious. Yeah, you know oh, about man. everything, right? It's like, um, it's like it, it, it's like that one with uh, Ewan McGregor, and it was like the tidal wave or whatever yeah. movie where, like, it's that serious. Yeah. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> like, yeah, it's just completely like, no man, this is like wow, completely serious, and and everyone in it is, everyone in it is bad, except I don't want to really hold it them right? right like you can just tell they don't care yeah right <laughs> so they're like i gotta work um yeah mission control <laughs> like uh <laughs> give me another reading on that strange it's just so movement, sad and goofy know? i don't yeah. even know uh you know some of the other movies that are bad i can at least be like i mean i i see what you're trying to do yeah like i don't right. even know what you're trying to do right it's like <laughs> like what like you're trying to oh, make, uh, you're trying to make that, you know, Blu-ray that's sitting next to yeah. the other movie. We're going to try and trick people into right. renting that, right? Right. Like right? There's some other popular movie called Moonscape. Yeah, right. That's like a gotcha. big movie or gotcha. Something. And we then gotcha. you go into Blockbuster, yeah. and this is how old we are. But <laughs> and then next to it is like, oh, that one's all out. Well, what's this? Right. Right. Because, you know, you're somebody told you to go to the store and get moon something. Right. You know, so you brought back like five moon acre, moon something. Uh, yeah. Anyway, these, these, are, uh, these are actually pretty good lists. You know, I'm, I'm uh, interested right. in that. Don't have time to uh, cover Ant Man, really. No. Uh, so we will hopefully get to that next week because yeah. our wards shouldn't take up as much time. Uh, but I am going to say. Uh, even though we're not really going to review it and cover it and everything like that, um, I gave it a two and I really hated it. You really hated Ant Man. I really, really hated it. I hated everything that happened in that movie. Uh, I hated I, I, it worse even than some of the other Marvel movies that I hate. There's like, there's no positive quality that I found except yeah. that occasionally 
you know, Paul Rudd is charismatic. He is I mean, charismatic. Just, and You can't escape right. that, right? There are some things about it. But I completely hated everything about Kang. Yeah. Especially because there is nothing about Kang. Right. He's supposed to have like a theory yeah. behind him where, uh, you know, basically he's just uh, got super advanced technology. Right. And he can go into like a different universe and be massively technologically advanced and have all these gadgets. Like he's like super Batman. Right. 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 Um, but he doesn't, he, he doesn't have anything. He just has all his stuff. Right. And in this, uh, we don't want to explain everything, anything. So really he's just magic. Right. Uh, and he right. can do whatever it takes right this second, whatever, right. whatever we're written we, right now, yeah. whatever we need him to do. Yeah. He magically can do that. Right. And right. it's just awful. Yeah. It's, it's bizarrely stupid. Mm. And then it just keeps compounding the stupid every time we see him again. Right. Right. Because every next thing that happens, <laughs> he both can and can't surmount it somehow. Yeah. And both are because magic, right? <laughs> right. Just awful. And then he, the fact that he comes back at the, at the end. Yeah. And I mean, I don't exactly want to spoil things except who cares, but it's like once <laughs> the ants take him off. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> as soon as that happened, I was like, he's going to come back. And if he comes back, this movie can just suck. <laughs> it <in>. suck. <laughs> There's no way he could come back. Right, right. Except that he just magically appeared. Magic, again. magic, man. Well, I, it's, I, it's just it's horrible writing to have him, and you want to have him and yeah. be like a big thing, then you can't just make him laughable, right? right. He's just like Merlin, and he's like <laughs> he's like a goofy yeah. joke of, he, you know, he can do whatever right now, and yet right. we have to overcome him somehow, and that. You know, it's just, it's so donkey. He, uh, he, he, I liked it better than you. Uh, I gave it a three, uh, you know, um, <laughs> it, it will do more later. Cause we we're we ought to get out of here. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's too easy to get wrapped into suddenly running an hour and a half. I, I think the, in a strange way, the funny parts worked very well and the very serious parts didn't work at all. And strangely enough for an Ant-Man film where you're, there's an awful lot of comedy, they tried to do a lot of serious stuff here and it just, it just falls flat. It's sort of beautiful to look at and sort of not at the same time. Like it overdid a bunch and forgot all of its own rules. Yeah. And not because we're in the quantum realm, but just, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer's character comes back at the end of the second film and she has superpowers because she stops ghost and she does all these things, but she never has a power in this film. She's just a freedom fighter. Right. It's just, there's tons of inconsistencies we'll get into later. It just doesn't make for a very good entry. And most importantly, Kang is like incredibly powerful and unbeatable in like the halfway mark of the film. And I'm not arguing that all these ants and insects and people can't take him, but he should have, like not been that powerful earlier on. Like nobody could stop Kang. Right. And then suddenly, well, you just needed a few more people. Right. Like, no, actually Kang should just be lifting himself up, blowing everything away. Like technology, like you said, the big thing for him is he's technologically advanced. He's 300 years ahead of us with tech. That would be enough to go back in time with what we have and just own the world 
300 years ago. Like right. it just, it's so weirdly inconsistent. So, right. And it doesn't, and, and it doesn't, good. it doesn't explain anything that it does. And yeah, yeah he's got all this technology, yeah. but even the technology has to have some kind of right explanation to it or, or magic or what is this thing, but no, it's just, everything is just magic. Yeah. And everything else that happens in the movie too, is also just, I don't know, say it's magic. Like, right. Um, the ants fell into the magic time vortex, and then right. they did this. Really? How come no one else did? Right. Well, I mean, magic. I want the ants to do this, and how can I make yeah. them do this? Well, here's the magic thing that happened. It's just, it's so. This is laughably. This written. is Matthew McConaughey in the Dark Tower. Like, you're the bad guy. You can do anything you want. Okay. Well, I just wave my hand, and something happens. Right. Like, right. man. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but we will uh, get more into that next week, and next week will be our awards, and if you aren't sure, uh, those are our awards that we give to the actors, directors, movies that can't win. Yep. We'll get more into that next week, but be sure and tune in right. next week. Uh, subscribe to us so you don't miss it. Rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, and otherwise, trick your friends into listening to us. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.